Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. That was the great Jay Bhattacharya. I hope you guys enjoyed that little snippet from uh, a year ago, amazingly. Uh, Today, uh, you're going to get a taste of my own personal journey. Uh, A couple things we're going to get into. We're going to talk to a physician and surgeon, Dr. Gaurav Goswami, who is a minimally invasive specialist practicing in Newport Beach. He has spent over a decade developing protocols in advanced regenerative treatments. You'll find out what that is. Uh, I will just uh, headline it with, guess what? We're going to talk a little stem cell here, amongst other things. So uh, he has a lengthy um, pedigree, including uh, assistant professor at Western Health Services University in Southern California. He is co-author of The Stem Cell Cure, Remake Your Body and Mind. Also, after I finish speaking with Dr. Goswami, we're going to bring in Vince Sant. He is a trainer and co-founder of V-Shred, one of the world's fastest growing fitness brands, something that Susan and I have been working with and have benefited from greatly. We will tell our story in relation to V-Shred as well. So sit tight. A little bit different today. We'll get right into it after this. Our laws as it pertain to substances are draconian and bizarre. The psychopaths start this way. He was an alcoholic because of social media and pornography, PTSD, love addiction, fentanyl and heroin, ridiculous I'm a, I'm a doctor for <laughs> sake. Where the hell you think I learned that? I'm just saying, you go to treatment before you kill people. I am a clinician. I observe things about these chemicals. Let's just deal with what's real. We used to get these calls on Loveline all the time. Educate adolescents and to prevent and to treat. If you have trouble, you can't stop and you want to help stop it, I can help. I got a lot to say. I got a lot more to say. I think everyone knows the next medical crisis could be just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of another pandemic or something much more routine like a tick bite. You and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their physicians on like Dr. McCullough frequently. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals you can trust. And their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. It's really, it's a safety net. It's an insurance policy that you hope you're not going to need, but if you need it, you sure as heck are going to wish you had it if you need it. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin, Z-Pak. The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all these life-saving medications. From anthrax to tick bites, To COVID-19, the Wellness Company's Medical Emergency Kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured, knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to help you and your family stay safe from whatever life throws at you next. Go to drdrew.com slash TWC, that is drdrew.com forward slash TWC, To get 10% off today, just click on that link. There are three reasons the central banks are dumping the U.S. dollar. Inflation, deficit spending, and our insurmountable national debt. The fact is, there is one asset that has withstood famine, wars, political and economic upheaval, dating back to biblical times, gold. And you can own it in a tax-sheltered retirement account with the help of Birch Gold. That's right, Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k 
maybe from a previous employer, into an IRA in gold. And the best part, you don't pay a penny out of pocket. Just visit birchgold.com slash Drew for your free info kit. They'll hold your hand through the entire process. Think about this. When currencies fail, gold is a safe haven. How much more time does the dollar have? Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers. I do not give financial advice, and previous performance is no guarantee of future performance. Visit birchgold.com slash Drew to get your free info kit on gold. That is B-I-R-C-H-G-O-L-D dot com slash D-R-E-W. Welcome, everyone. Appreciate you all being here today. This is going to be an interesting program, I think. As I said, I've got Gaurav, Dr. Gaurav Goswami coming in in just a second. And then Vince Sant coming in after Dr. Goswami and I spent a little time together talking about, uh, amongst other things, non-surgical interventions for joint pathology, of which uh, I am a sufferer. So uh, I will give you some of the specific um, links if you're interested in learning more. It's Gaswami, the Goswami Clinic, G-O-S-W-A-M-I. Also, Instagram.com uh, slash Gaswami Clinic. Uh, let's see what else I can tell you. It's the Gaswami Clinic in Orange Counties, Regenerative Medicine. Uh, and you can also find more about uh, Vince Sant at drdrew.com forward slash V Shred. So let's bring Dr. Goswami in here right now. Dr. Goswami, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Dr. Drew. Nice to be here. So you've told me this story, obviously, in your office, and I, I appreciate, and I'm going to make, by the way, I give you full and complete permission to discuss anything about my case here publicly. So please feel free to go at it. I think I'm going to I'm, be an interesting example for other people who are, or this is a common thing, uh, although I've done a really good job of destroying my shoulders. <laughs> These things are rather common. Um, talk to me first about your history in orthopedic surgery and how you got to this regenerative medicine uh, practice. Right. So, you know, I was a surgeon by training and um, uh, I came to this country about 30 years ago as, um, as a research scholar in surgery. And, um, you know, one of the things that's always fascinated me was um, going towards more and more minimally invasive techniques um, in, in surgery so that we can get away from open surgery. What happens with open surgery a lot of time is the collateral damage that um, happens, you know, because of the nature of the open surgery. And a lot of the conditions we deal with in orthopedics and sports medicine can be done minimally invasively. Um, so that was always an area of interest. And then I supplemented that by doing a field called interventional radiology, which basically uses imaging equipment um, to, to guide um, doing these procedures very safely and, and, you know, as part of the imaging equipment. You, Primary reason was also, you know, what happens is um, when you're a surgeon, you kind of rely on the report from a radiologist to, to tell you what may be wrong. And those reports sometimes do not accurately reflect the patient's condition because the radiologist never examines the patient. So the surgeon examines the patient but relies on the report from the radiologist who hasn't examined the patient. And I felt like having a combination of extra knowledge on how to read those imaging studies and examine the patient would really help me perform you know, better procedures and help my patients. And then around 2007, 2008, um, I really got interested in regenerative medicine, primarily because a lot of our top tier athletes were traveling to Germany for certain treatments. And I was very curious as to what is it that's happening. And, and that introduced me to this whole world of regenerative medicine because 
for years we've just focused on symptom control and suppression of symptoms, but we've never thought about um, you know how can we actually heal the damaged cells uh, so that we get to the root cause of the problem and also prevent ongoing degeneration and aging that that is so natural, especially when it comes to our joints. Um, so that's um, you know how I got into the field of regenerative medicine. So. When I look back, it's like connecting the dots, my training in surgery, radiology, and now putting all of those skill sets together, um, you know, using regenerative medicine, where we are away from using any drugs, anything foreign, um, and helping preserve the patient's um, joints is, is kind of been my main focus for the past 14 years. And talk a little bit about where you harvest the stem cells and why these uh, mesenchymal origin stem cells are so suited and so different than some of the other notions that people have about stem cell therapies. So, so the concept of stem cell, and I'm not a big fan of the word because stem cell means different things for different people. And, and we are certainly not in the era where we're using one stem cell and creating a whole human being or a body or an organ. But what is fundamental in our body is that we have stem cells that kind of regenerate and repair us on an ongoing daily basis. You know, Each cell, like physically every seven to nine years, every cell, every tissue, every organ in our body has turned over and new cells have been formed. That is the fundamental job of the stem cells. So when we have damage in some area where the local stem cells are not able to heal it or it's crossed a certain threshold, we try to put additional stem cells um, to regenerate and repair. However, it's important to understand that as an adult, we are already differentiated into different organ systems. So it's very important that the cells that are being used to heal an organ belong to the same family of cells where the damage has occurred. So, so Sometimes you know we see so much of marketing about stem cell therapy for different conditions um, where we still haven't identified what stem cells need to be replaced and how are we going to create those stem cells. However, a lot of the orthopedic system, our bones, our muscles, our joints, our ligaments have developed from particular kind of cells called mesenchymal stem cells. So mesenchyme is one of the layers when we are being born as a, when we are being formed as a baby, and that is the layer responsible for forming these tissues. Luckily for us, some of those cells are found um, in, in our fat tissue, in bone marrow, and um, which are easy to harvest because we've been harvesting uh, those tissues for many years without any adverse consequence. So it was a natural that if we can find mesenchymal stem cells in these areas, uh, it is easy to translate them into what we are trying to heal here, which is primarily uh, the bones, the cartilage, the muscles, ligaments, uh, because they are of mesenchymal origin. Mm -hmm. Does that make and sense? And you harvest from, oh yes, and you harvest from bone marrow and from fat both and inject both uh, in sort of a different schedule in terms of the function of these different uh, yeah. sources. Well, part of the reason is because you know, we're still at the early stages of this treatment, let's be honest. And even though in the last 10 years, there has been a lot of knowledge about the field of stem cells, there is still that is largely unknown. 
So the reason to go to different uh, organ systems is basically to maximize the number of cells that we can use. And, and, and again, we are very far from knowing the exact dosing, you know, like with drugs, we've come to a point where we know, you know, this medication requires a 10 milligram tablet and this requires a 50 milligram tablet and twice a day or, you know, but with stem cells, we are still not at that stage and we, we don't have. So, so the goal here uh, has been primarily the most important goal has been to work with the patient's own cells um, because, you know, as you know, in the market, a lot of cells are being sold. Um, unfortunately, they come from unknown sources and, and how they have been collected, how they've been frozen or how long they've been sitting frozen in a laboratory is largely unknown. So my work has primarily mm -hmm. focused on making sure that we're using patients' own cells so we're not introducing anything foreign into the patient because a manufactured cell is like a drug, you know. Um, so, so that's the first part of it. And then the second part of it is how can we maximize uh, the number of cells the patient is getting and also kind of tailor it a little bit to the condition the patient has, how much help is needed, because otherwise we're not going to see results, you know. So, so that, is, that is very, very important. Tell me a little bit about your co-author in the stem cell cure. Yeah, so Kerry Johnson actually um, was a patient of mine. You know, at one point he was a WTA-ranked tennis player. And over the years, just like all of us who love playing sports and being active, you know, he's um, he had um, developed some wear and tear and and you know some damage to his joints. But he came to me with a very unique condition, which was actually causing him a lot of problem, which was back pain, and his back pain was coming because our ribs uh, come out of the spine and, and that joint had really become very arthritic, I guess, from years of serving tennis and, and playing, uh, you know, and, and he would experience severe pain in that joint. And it's a very small joint, but it can cause a lot of pain and discomfort. And um, he is lucky enough because he has since, obviously, after his tennis career, has since graduated into being a business author and a speaker around the world. So. He had had the fortune of consulting with doctors uh, right from LA to London to South America. And, and the primary recommendation was that they have to surgically go in and resect or remove that rib, uh, which, which would again come with its own consequences because what sits under the rib is the lung. And if you, uh, you know, miss a part of the bone that protects your lung, uh, then that, that does put you at risk for other things. So long story short, he was exploring options that um, so that he can avoid surgery, and um, and you know I was about four or five years into doing stem cell treatments at that time, and most of my work was obviously on major joints. So when we met, um, you know I I was I told him you know this is such a rare condition to begin with, and uh, given the small nature of the small joint, I'm not sure how effective this treatment can be, but he was extremely motivated. And then we got some extensive imaging, especially um, CT imaging off the area uh, to look at in multiple planes on where the damage really was. Um, and we did his treatments. He did end up needing two rounds of treatment. And then, um, but you know, he noticed significant relief, uh, was able to return to playing tennis. Um, and has since, uh, you know, continued to do better, better, and has not required surgery. Um, so about two years out from his treatment, he, he walked in and he said, you know, he, he just wants to spread this message. He wants to um, really um, talk about, you know, his own personal experience 
um, and and also the science and what is coming up on the horizon. So together we decided to write the book, The Stem Cell Cure, but he was really the driving force and the inspiration behind writing this book. His own chapter of patient's journey in the book is I think just worth a read. So patient, uh, speaking of a patient journey, we're gonna, I want now to transition to a mini, mini grand rounds and present a case, moi. It's gonna be, I'm the case. Uh, after we finish my case, I'm gonna bring Vince in here to talk about how V-Shred has changed my, the way, the manner in which I work out rather dramatically changed it, frankly. And so I come to Dr. Goswami with uh, shoulder pain. Uh, it's getting worse over the last 10 years. I have a history of working out since I was 15, and I was very much into the very heavy weightlifting, you know, 80-pound dumbbells, 90-pound dumbbells, heavy bench, all that nonsense, and I did it forever. I did it forever, and I noticed about three years ago, I, I was for sure in trouble. <laughs> it used to be in the left shoulder, then the right, and back and forth, and now both shoulders. And the other thing that started happening is I still kept pushing the weights, even though I literally got to the point where I, I, I couldn't do the kinds of weight I'm used to. It just, it just, my body wouldn't allow it, but I still was doing it until I switched over to V-Shred, which was a much different kind of working out schedule. It's actually the kind of training that trainers have told me to do forever. I finally was doing it. But I come to Dr. Uh, Gaswami, and what did you find? You did an ultrasound. So obviously, yeah. So, you know, wear and tear is the natural part of, you know, when we use our joints, it's like any other mechanical part, just like our cars need service from time to time. You know, anything that mechanically moves is also going to have some wear and tear with it. The problem is that we tend to ignore um, our bodies more than we ignore our cars. And and so we get to a point where that has taken its toll. Especially men. Uh, all of it Especially is men. also you know, medical community to blame because if you if you look at orthopedic medicine over the last 20, 30 years, you know, the treatment options haven't changed. You know, it starts with pain medications, uh, and then it goes on to cortisone or steroid injections, you know, which we again know are actually the number one killer for the joint. If you want to save your joint, steroids is not the way mm -hmm. to go. And then, you know, at times, arthroscopic surgery, which, you know, being a surgeon, you know, I understand and I used to be part of my profession, but basically we were taught just to go in and clean the joint and remove, you know, maybe even more cartilage and more tissue that was needed to keep it healthy. And then we would go down this natural path of continued deterioration of the joint until one day when the proposal was, okay, probably you should think about joint replacement. <laughs> And even now it's a common lingo in orthopedic surgery where the surgeon will tell the patient, you know, come back when you're ready for joint replacement because they, they really want you to go down to that level where the pain is so bad and unbearable that now you're coming and begging for surgery and joint replacement. So all of that left me very, very unsatisfied in terms of what actually we were doing for the patient, you know. So what we found in your case, obviously you already, you know, talked about um, your interest and your, um, you know, desire to stay physically active, and which is extremely important because that's how our mind, our body, our cardiovascular system. So physical activity is the primary part of it, right? It, it is, it is what brings mm -hmm. flavor um, and adventure to our life, which is what we are here for to really have a nice time and, and blood um, to our know. brains. Correct. Absolutely. So, so what we found, obviously, as as we discussed, you know, was was basically the muscles around the shoulder, virtually every part of the shoulder joint. And shoulder is 
by essence a complicated joint anyway because it is heavily dependent on this group of muscles. We call them the rotator cuff muscles because they run from front to back to really attach our arm to our body. You know, so it's not like a deep joint, like a hip joint. Um, so it's it's very dependent on those muscles. And as you can imagine, every time you did one of those weightlifting exercises, um, you know, those muscles got stretched and pulled. Uh, some of them were partially torn, and then they tried to heal. So we found a lot of scarring. Some active tears also because um, you're still continuing to be active, with, which is, How which dare is you. good because pain tolerance is, <laughs> is pretty high. So a lot of us would have given up uh, yeah. long back. Um, and then, you know, once that happens, it puts extra stress on the joints. So we talked about, you know, how the joint bones itself start developing bone spurs and so, so hold on wait 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 don't don't reveal that yet because i'm gonna tell a story on that which is so so we zoom in ultrasound and there's bicep tendon torn inflamed scarred uh rotator cuff all elements torn <laughs> torn and scarred and inflamed yeah. and ac joint in, inflamed and everything going past the ac getting getting inflamed and torn and, and, and oh. so the whole shoulder i didn't see anything that wasn't involved when you were doing the ultrasound which i thought to myself yeah that's about what i thought was going on and so at that point dr Swami goes uh, would you mind if I got an extra? I went. The joint's gonna be fine. I, I don't don't worry about that. I I I know <laughs> this is the soft tissue. I can feel it. It hurts when I push on it. it, it soft tissue. He goes. Well, why don't we just take a look? And he showed. We took the extra, and I was like, Oh my god! I had no idea all that was going on too. So why don't you describe what you did with me then? Uh, how you took the extra? Oh, and, what, and by the way, we, denial runs in his family. How dare you all? So it, uh, it, it, listen, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair to me, it wasn't dial. It's exactly what Dr. Goswami was talking about. I know the path you go. I knew once I got the shoulder image, the path I would be on from an orthopedic surgery standpoint. I knew it. I knew there'd be a path that I didn't want to go down until I absolutely had to. And so when you came up as an option, I ran to it because I, I know where it goes. It, it's not good. I'm not going to still be working out the way I want to uh, in a traditional, in all likelihood, in a traditional surgical path. So go ahead and describe what uh, you did with the uh, radiographic imaging. So, you know, normally when I see patients in your, I say, you know, you're up for the 60,000 mile service, but in your case, I'll have to say it's the 100,000 mile service. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but this yeah. is where regenerative medicine is so fascinating because, you know, instead of letting you suffer and watching that slow, painful decline of the joint even further, I mean, it's already gone, mm. you know, this far. Uh, and then being left with the option of major surgery, which which comes with its own risks and own set of complications, what if we were yeah. able to at least slow down and stop this degenerative process that's going on and try to actually rebuild? And and where we really, as you mentioned, you know, there are so many aspects to that shoulder that will need to be addressed. So surgery by nature is a very targeted approach, you know, as a, as a surgeon, yeah, okay, if it's a rotator cuff tear, our focus was on getting that rotator cuff tear healed, right? But we know at mm -hmm. this point, there's loss of cartilage, there's loss of bone structure, the joints are inflamed, the biceps tendon is inflamed, the rotator cuff muscles are torn. So we need to have a treatment that actually addresses all of these components and, and then see where you are, because each one of them is contributing to the present limitation. And unless each one of those are addressed, 
you're not going to see functional outcomes. So where regenerative medicine really distinguishes itself is we are focused on results. We're not focused on just doing a technique properly. And, and there's a bigger message in all of this is, you know, sometimes patients come to me have already had so-called stem cell injections, and then they come for a second opinion because it didn't work or something, you know, they didn't see the results they were expecting. There is nothing in the title. The title of the procedure tells us nothing today because there's such a lack of standardization in the field. So it's not having a stem cell injection. It's having the injection that is tailored to address your needs and then documenting results and outcomes, which is very, very important. Um, so and you had mentioned our me, plan now. You had mentioned you have, have excellent results. You have very high probability of, of uh positive outcome and that uh the to to get back to your issue about uh what, what are we even talking about to do standardized testing there aren't pharmaceutical companies interested in this sort of thing there aren't ways to get phase three trials funded so uh, there's no way to really do the research you need to do to to uh finalize our understanding of these things yeah i mean that is a challenge in itself, but even to get to, you know, I, I do wanna, you know, even for me, it was a learning process, you know, so it's not like I started doing this and started getting excellent results. I tell people, if I look at 14 years and, you know, over 3000 cases, um, we see that in the first seven years, my success rate was not that great. You know, it was in the 70%, which is not the benchmark I live by. The last seven years, bad. we are now into the 90 and what has changed is not so much my skill set. I mean, when I got into this field, I already had years of experience uh, doing surgery and interventional radiology. But what has changed is patient selection, you know, because let's be honest, and I think Vince will also address this, uh, you know, I've seen some of his work in diet and, you know, exercise front, that you have to have your body ready to heal. You know, what we bring is certain tools that can help you heal. So my patient selection criteria is such that because mm. you know this procedure is new, it costs money out of pocket, although we worked very hard in my clinic to keep it reasonable and not the scary numbers people throw out there. But still, it's a lot when patients trust me you know, with, with, with doing this procedure and I wanna make sure I take them to you know, some level of improvement. So, so that's where it's important. And, and I think the second segment of this show will probably be even more interesting because if our bodies are not ready to heal, if we are not performing the exercise properly, uh, even if you have a stem cell treatment and go back to your old ways, yeah. you know, it's like- No, no, I won't. I will not do that. <laughs> I won't do that. Can you guys I, describe I, what you're going to do to Drew? Like how, what the but, procedure is? I, I will have him do I that. I think everybody and, wants to know. Okay, before you do that though, just describe what you saw on the radiographic because I know what I saw. <laughs> I was shocked. Yeah. What did you see on the radiographs? You know, I mean, part of, you know, being doing this now for 14 years, it's it's short. I mean, the best way to put it is that it's it's bad, but it's not the worst that I've seen. <laughs> so there is still hope. That's what, That's what he said to me. I thought that was funny. It was bone spurs. It was destruction of the cartilage and surfaces. It was, it was, it, it, it looked like a, it was a mess. Really I, 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 hadn't had, I hadn't absorbed the head of my humerus yet. That was the yeah. only thing I saw that was positive. You, you really goofed up. You're training. <laughs> but, okay. So describe what the procedure is going to be for me. And then, then after I get the procedure, I'm going to bring you back. We'll talk about what the outcomes have been and whatnot, but you tell them now what, what it is I'm going to get. 
So, so you know, we, we obviously use a combination, and this is all on the spectrum of cell therapy that's available to us. As we mentioned, the primary sources are the bone marrow, primary sources is the fat, um, you know, so, so the main thing starts with harvesting these tissues, and again, they can be done very, very safely with very less invasive techniques, you know. Bone marrow certainly raises people's eyebrows because people think it's a painful procedure, but when done correctly, it is not, and and you know people. Um, so, but these are important places where we can harvest the tissue, and then we break it down and filter out, you know, some of the stem cells. And along with that, there is also a combination of some other cells which we have found over the years is very very beneficial. And and then mm-hmm. on the spectrum of cell therapy, there's also a thing called PRP, which is a little bit more out there because you keep hearing about it on ESPN every other week, some athletes getting PRP. And PRP, the full form is platelet-rich plasma. It comes from the blood. Platelets are kind of cells in the blood that have a lot of good growth factors. And and for some conditions, PRP by itself is is a good thing. It's definitely 100 times better than getting a cortisone injection. But when we are actually trying to repair tissue, we need cells because PRP is not stem cells. But it's a very good, so I try to describe PRP as a good fertilizer, and then the seeds, the stem cells come from these two sources. And generally speaking, at some stage, you will get a combination of all three of these, you know, um, and, and that would be the protocol. And then the follow-up is really, really important. You know, this treatment otherwise comes with a little bit, no real downside to it, other than that we have to have you stop doing activities for at least a period of four to six weeks because this is not an overnight cure uh, where we our goal is to reduce the pain but our goal more importantly is to rebuild some of the worn out tissues and then you will start seeing the improvement so that's what it is and that's why our patients are under a very strict follow-up protocol you know I, i usually see my patients for six to eight months um after the treatment, just guiding them through different stages, you know, until they go back to the activity of their choice and they're feeling good about it. And then a lot of the interactions with their physical therapist and with the team, you know, that you're working out with, so we can focus on certain things. Because anytime a joint goes down, there is muscle weakness sets in, and there are certain muscles which become more weaker than the others because you're not putting them through the maximum uh, work. You know, so it's it's a very important part of, and that's why I tell patients, you know, this is not just an injection. This is not just a drive-by injection. The follow-up is even more important than just doing the injection part of it. But yes, it's a very comprehensive injection. We borrow from all these different cells and give our best shot. So I'm going to get four different injections in the four most destroyed regions inside the joint, AC joint, the bicep tendon, and the rotator cuff. So listen, I I look forward to our journey together. I thank you for what you do. You looked really scared, though. Me? Yeah, you were like staring into the camera like, oh. Oh, no, no. uh, You know, well, six to eight months sounded like a long time to me, I guess. But but and and six to eight months without, you know, doing what I want to do. But I I have to do it. Yeah, you can still walk on the treadmill and do squats without your long before that that four to six weeks is the most crucial phase and then you gradually start becoming active but you also have to realize that you will be retraining how you do your workout how you train those muscles so six to eight months is usually when you're ready to go full steam Um, but yes this does this is totally unique compared to anything else we've done you know where our focus is not just symptom control but rebuild the joint as much as we can 
Fantastic. Dr. Swami, I look forward to uh, healing. And I thank you for your efforts and for your techniques and for joining us today. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for um, having me over. I was, uh, and I will see you soon uh, in person with, uh, with my shirt off so you can uh, go at me <laughs> with your needles and, and, and liposuction tubes or whatever it is you need to do to get the, uh, get the stem cells. All right, we're going to take a little break and we come back. Uh, Vince Sant from Vishra, we're going to talk oh, about before the Before you go, I just want to oh. give a shout out to your daddy and my condolences to mm. you for falling off a jet ski and getting injured. And I hope that you have a speedy recovery. I saw some of what was going on there. He, was, he said he's still sleeping in a chair. Guy. Yeah, this and this, this orthopedic injuries are no, no BS. Well, I had a bad knee injury and it took yeah. six months for me to be able to walk again. So I know how this feels, but I, I know you're going to come out of this. Okay. Well, uh, part of it is exactly what Dr. Goswami was saying is, is training properly. And that's something I've never done until we got involved with V shred and I altered my behavior dradically, uh, under the supervision. I've been extremely, a little more, uh, movement. You were able to get your arms up a little higher. Oh no, it's been, everything's been a lot better. And I, and I'm extremely happy with the progress and, and sort of it's more age appropriate too. So I, we're going to talk with Vince about the whole V shred experience after we get back. Fall is right around the corner, which means dry, flaky red skin from allergy season is coming with it. But the best way to take care of your skin is with our skincare secret, Genucel. You don't need to worry about that puffy, tired eye look or those annoying dark spots or even dry, flaky skin because Genucel skincare has you covered. Susan and I love our Genucel products so much, we want you to try our personally curated skincare bundles. It's risk-free at genucel.com slash Drew. Genucel works so well, you can see the results in this unplanned live moment on our show when the Redness Repair Cream repaired my skin in just minutes right before your eyes. Their concentrated vitamin C serum helps keep your skin plump and hydrated. Plus, with their immediate effects, you can see astonishing results in under 12 hours. Quick, effective, and easy. Go to genucel.com slash Drew right now to try our bundles and save over 60% today. And remember to enroll in Genucel's world-class concierge program for additional savings and free shipping. Don't wait. It's genucel.com slash Drew, G-E-N-U-C-E-L dot com slash D-R-E-W. I want to share with you a teeth whitening system that goes beyond merely enhancing your smile. Primal Life Organics Real White Teeth Whitening System offers convenience and rapid results without harsh chemicals. Light. Blue light for whitening red light for gum and oral hygiene and you can just do both if you wish works naturally promoting gum healing tooth remineralization gives you a brighter and a healthier smile again no peroxide involved consistent usage yields remarkable results take this opportunity to transform your smile and at the same time optimize your oral health aim for five times a week for the best outcomes discover more about this remarkable teeth whitening system and other products at drdrew.com primal today that again is drdrew.com p-r-i-m-a-l be sure to use that link for 60 percent off drdrew.com p-r-i-m-a-l do it today for 60 percent off so we're going to talk about the, as Dr. Goswami said, the most important aspect of healing joints and uh, our musculoskeletal system. And I, I listen, I uh, just let me frame this by saying, oh, let me just say a couple things. Uh, if you want to find out more about these programs that we're going to be talking about today, go to drdrew.com slash vshred, V-S-H-E-R-E-D, V-S-H-E-R-E-D, that's it, vshred. Um, 
Peter Atia uh, has written a book, I think I've shown it here before, called Outlive. Uh, it's about longevity. And uh, he is an expert in this area. He's a former cancer surgeon. And we had dinner at his house a few months ago. And I was sort of bugging him about longevity interventions. I said, well, what about metformin? What about this? What about that? And he finally kind of, <laughs> kind of uh, snapped and turned over to me and said, hey, vigorous exercise. Vigorous exercise is the most important thing. Uh, in maintaining health and in longevity. So with that in mind and my recent uh, journey, uh, I will continue to tell you about with our friend Vince Sant, again, a celebrity trainer, co-founder of Vshred. Uh, we have been uh, involved with them. Uh, Vince is ISSA certified trainer. He's also been a fitness model, which Susan appreciates. And thank you for that, Vince, because uh, <laughs> she likes watching your videos. No, I love following his exercises. There he is. Vince, welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. Very excited to be here. So I, I've got a lot I want to talk about. Uh, let's just start with your journey with the whole V-Shred experience. I, I don't know anything about the history of how that happened for you. Let, let me just tell you something. Let me just frame it also this way. Is one of the things I was so attracted to working with you guys is I've always been sort of Look, how, how, how bad can it be to get people to work out, train their body, and watch their diet? I mean, how, how can that be anything other than good? It's, it's sort of being conscious about these things is about 80% of the problem. And I've always been distressed by how much people pay to go to gyms. And then once they go to the gym, they pay for classes. And once they pay for classes, they're paying for a trainer. It's like average person, they, they, and then they don't go. And I love the fact that you guys have created stuff where you're essentially, I, I experience it as like a virtual trainer and a virtual diet coach. And it got me to do things I don't normally do. And I have a gym in my garage just you know where i'm doing all this stuff so tell me about where how this happened and what you were intending with it yeah so <clears throat> it's funny we we never imagined that it would grow to the size that it has today which is super cool to say but we started back in 2015 started taking it serious probably 2016 2017 um it's me and there's three other founders and basically one of the founders had an idea to just make a fitness program. And so we made a little fitness program and it kind of caught wind a little bit and we decided that we needed to kind of open it up. We needed to, it was just like an ab program. It's actually our six pack shred program, uh, which is a great program, but we realized that most people we were, we were talking to other guys, my age, we were talking to young guys who loved working out, who wanted to be shredded, have six pack abs. And we realized that's not the majority of the population. And so we right. started opening up our, just our, our, our reach, I guess. And we started making other programs, full body programs for all different types of goals, um, all different age ranges. I heard you talking, um, about just uh, age-appropriate style workouts, um, which we'll get into later in, on this. But um, no, we opened it up to full-body programs, uh, specific muscle groups, at-home programs, gym programs, certain lengths of time. Uh, then we got we have a bunch of coaches who do like our custom programming with our clients as well, um, supplement line. And so, I mean, it's really seen some serious growth over the past couple of years. Um, and it's super exciting just to know the amount of the number of people that we've been able to 
make an impact with because it's cool to say big numbers, but then you actually, I meet some of these people in person. I've become more recognized, I guess, in the later years. And it's really cool just to hear people come forward with these stories because you really start connecting faces um, to these numbers that you see. And it makes it, uh, it makes it a lot more real and it makes it, it makes it a lot more heartfelt, I guess. Yeah, there's something about, I, I have a family member of a patient who started doing it and he immediately lost 10 pounds and he's feeling better. And I mean, it, it's something about the way you guys have done this. It's very motivational. I, I, I've, I don't know. I feel committed to it all the time. I feel like I'm going to let Susan, I know you have this kind of feeling too, like you're going to let Vince down if you don't go to the, <laughs> the, watch the videos and do it. The other thing, uh, the other thing that got me is I, um, used to look for YouTube videos when we traveled because if I didn't have access to a gym or something, I think I try to find a, yep. something to do without a gym. And so that was already in the zeitgeist. You know what I mean? That, that, that was something that was yep. kind of out there, but it was very haphazard. It was really hard to find something and what was the right thing for me and stuff. You guys sort of answer, at least at, at the time I've come to your programs, you got you have everything. It's all there. You can. You, it's a menu of things depending on your goals and circumstances. And you and and Susan, you've moved. I didn't realize you moved around amongst the well, different programs. Well, they have so home much. and and gym training. So like we have a some weights in our garage. So you can either do that or you can just do like body weight training. And they give you different. I started out with the um, toned in ninety days because I was kind of weak and uncomfortable with in my my body, you know, kind of achy and out of shape. And I started with that. And then I moved on to the female fat loss extreme because it became, I realized I was losing weight and I was like, Hey, well, I'll try that one. And the exercises are a little different, but then I moved into ripped in 90 days to get a little bit, as I started progressing and getting stronger, you know, I moved over there and I tried out all those workouts. There's so many different workouts for each area of your body. I, I had forgotten um, cause I haven't been in a gym and doing a workout with a trainer in like four years or whatever. Um, but there's the big arms program and then there's the ripped, which is what Drew's doing. And I think now I'm going to move on over to the, uh, booty builder. So there's so many different things that you can focus on and they have, they have really great instructions that you can, I actually got a TV and I put it up on the TV and I follow them. Like I'm at a, a nice. you know, a gym with a trainer and, um, yeah, it's, it's worked out. And then the, the food, the recipe guide is pretty close to what we eat anyway. So I learned some new recipes and I was able to add in some carbs into my diet. And yeah. That's and a, something that we, I was, this is another part of my journey. I was on carnivore for about four years. So no carbs, and, zero. And, and the reason that happened four years, a long time is I was doing, yeah. And I had no problem with it. I hated I, it. I, I really liked it. I, it suited me nicely. I gained bunch of weight <laughs> i didn't realize that i gained a bunch of weight on uh -huh. it because i because i would eat a lot of <laughs> i right? had to buy him a scale it, no, he it, yeah doing she finally put me on the scale because of vishra and i was like oh my god i didn't know and because uh, i thought well we got we got to do something about this so i i, switched I like to you your at guys. any size honey i know thank you you too but i Aww. i switched to this your program and i immediately lost 13 not immediately i over over In a month no, I lost weight quickly, but 13 pounds over about four months. So just about right. No, it was right. 90 days. Yeah. No, I, but I really didn't get all the way down until more recently. And that's a, not another month, I would say, into it. And um, he looks great. Yeah, I'm very super happy with it. Uh, and, um, and again, it's sleeping better, feeling better, more stamina, that kind of stuff. 
but yeah, but more true. importantly, I, I want well. Uh, it your so the reason the carnivore happened to me is I was doing a, I was doing a fitness podcast with with a friend of mine who's way into stuff, and he's geeks out on every little thing. Like you said, you know those young guys that you were speaking to at the beginning. There's a whole world of those guys that geek out about different things. It depends what they're into, whether yep. it's CrossFit or abs or blah blah blah. But they all have different yep. categories. And uh, so I was always around this stuff, you know, I was around it as a kid that worked out in gyms, you know, back in the 70s. Uh, you know, I don't know if I told you this, Bill Pearl, I was at Bill Pearl's gym. Bill Pearl set up my first program in person. He was sitting there across the table from me. Do you know who Bill Pearl is? Look at uh -huh. look at Arnold's first, look at Arnold's first universe. The guy he's up there on the stage with is Bill Pearl. And really? who wow. just who had just been dethroned by, just been dethroned by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, and, and that was that old school heavyweight, eight reps, you know, four sets, that kind of stuff. And I did that my whole life. And that's thus I have destroyed shoulders now. It's a cautionary mm. tale. And along the way, I had some excellent trainers who kept trying to get me to switch to what you guys recommend, <laughs> frankly. Uh, and I just would never do it. I didn't like it. I would go, you know, it wasn't satisfying to me in the same way. By the same token, from a diet standpoint, my partner, Mike Catherwood on the, on those podcasts, uh, back in those days was, you know, had, was way into the weeds on a million different dietary things. And finally the carnivore came up and I said, I can do that. He said, well, you gotta do something. So do that. And I just did it. Uh, and it was easy. Uh, but of course what I liked is I was never hungry because I was eating a lot of calories in the form of these, these complex proteins fat, and, right. and I got and fat, right. I was eating a lot of fat too. And, um, and when I switched to your guys, you know, more reasonable, obviously more vegetables, more <laughs> sort of calorie contained and, and, and equally as satisfying, frankly, maybe more so because when you get your, I've found when I get my weight down, I, my hunger sort of settles a little bit. Is that something you're finding with yes. people too? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I mean, it, especially in the beginning, people struggle with it a lot. And so as they get used to the dieting and their metabolism slows a little bit long, a little bit more, they get less and less hungry. And so in the beginning, it's always a little bit harder and then it gets easier. It, much so. And but, Susan, you wanted to ask a, a question about the metabolism issue. What was that you were asking? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it's, it's confusing. He, I, he needs to explain like what it means to, you know, what kind of, everybody has different metabolism. Oh, those issues. Okay. So let's go, let's walk through some of that and then we'll go back to training after we talk about diet and metabolism. I mean, first. why is it working? I want to know. Go Cause ahead. I'm eating, I ate garlic bread the other night and I'm, I still lost weight. Like, I don't know how it happened. <laughs> so Vince, go ahead. Well, I mean, it, I ultimately mean, I it comes down. And by the way, but, but and before you do there, yeah, we, I know you guys focus on the three body types. You missed my wife's, which is the fourth body type, which is flux capacitor. <laughs> Is the flux capacitor body type? We'll you can throw in. anything we'll into it, in. and it does fine. It does well. You pay a little bit of attention, and the weight goes down. <laughs> so go ahead. I have that same one. We'll put that one in there next. But um, <laughs> no, I mean, it, ultimately, it comes down to overall caloric intake. Um, and so, but I think the issue is like what you talked about. Going back to what you said about how when you were working out, you were going to like. If you were traveling, you'd go to YouTube. The beauty of YouTube is that it has, you, you can learn anything on it. But that's also the downside of YouTube is you can learn anything on it. There's so much information that there's so much good and there's so much bad. And you can, you don't know what's going to necessarily be right for you. And that's kind of what we wanted to, that's what we wanted to specialize in. People come with specific goals. They come with specific struggles. And so for, for a fitness company, 
like vshred to give one program out to everybody that's going to get some people results and it's going to not get some people results and so for us it's like okay what are your specific goals what is your lifestyle like and and generally people are not wanting to give up all their favorite foods they're not wanting to live in the gym and so our thing was let's how can we find a sustainable method that still gets phenomenal results that people can actually stick to long term and susan you talk about eating garlic bread and still losing weight that's the beauty of it it's not that you can have garlic bread for every single meal every single day but you're able to work those foods in in moderation and it can actually help you because when you have those refeed days, those high carb days, because a lot of times we work with our, when we're working with our clients, we go in the direction of carb cycling, which is, uh, I guess a basic, uh, explanation of it is one day you have a real, you have low carbs and you eat high fats. And then the next day you eat high carbs and you eat low fats. And the beauty of it is on the low carb day, you basically trick your body into burning fat. And then on the high carb day, you actually give your metabolism a boost and therefore it helps to lose weight. It's this nice little cycle of speeding up your metabolism, losing fat, speeding up your metabolism, losing fat. And so when you say that you eat garlic bread and you still lose weight from it, that's, that's what I believe is the beauty of our program is the sustainability factor and the fact that it works for pretty much every single person, unless you're wanting to go in the direction of carnivore or keto or paleo. If you come to, if a client comes to us with a specific interest or they have specific dietary restrictions or whatever, we can make those plans. But generally, if someone doesn't have a preference, we're going in the direction of sustainability. And that's a balanced diet or something like carb cycling, where we still are including all of their favorite foods and they still do get phenomenal results. And, and you guys actually sort of structure these carb cycling based on sort of body type. That's a, that's an old notion that you guys have been relying on that works pretty well. Yes. It, so it's like, it's goal-based essentially. And so like we all, like when, when we were all growing up, we all had the friends who were a little more heavy set and we all had the friends who were much skinnier and those kids who were much skinnier, I was one of them. I could eat whatever I want. And I watched some of my friends who were not as skinny as me eat the same thing that I was, but they were gaining weight. And so it really comes down to what are you struggling with right now? If you are typically more heavy set and you struggle with gaining weight, or you, I say you should say I should say you struggle with losing weight, and whenever you eat food, you gain weight. Generally, you're going to be on that endomorph side of things. If you are um, a, a skinnier guy or a skinnier woman, and you can eat pretty much whatever you want and you struggle with muscle building, that's going to be falling in that ectomorph area. And so there's also the mesomorph, which is more in the middle, but it's really, it really comes down to goals and what you are struggling with because everybody struggles with different things, like I said. And so if somebody comes to us and they want to bulk, we're not going to give them a weight loss plan. If somebody uh, mm. comes to us and they want to lose 50 pounds, we're not going to give them a muscle building plan or if they have serious weight to lose hundred pounds. We're not going to give them a plan that's going to help them maintain their same weight, but change their body composition. So it really comes down to what are you specifically struggling with right now and what are your end goals? And then there's different programs based on who that person is, what that body type is. And then we prescribe different, uh, routines for them. And yep. you get a trainer. 
and yeah, and we have we have over 400 coaches. We have the best team of coaches of any fitness company in the world, and I'm proud to say that, and I'll say that with confidence. Um, we have people who are way, way smarter than I am, who have uh, PhDs and written books and just know their stuff and specialize in all different things. And so the beauty of it is if somebody does come to us with a specific struggle or a specific interest or a specific um, – I don't know if they're, if they're diabetic or if they're pre or postnatal or whatever it is, we have coaches who specialize in those specific things. So no matter what you come to us with, whatever the complication may be, we have somebody who can help you. And that's the beauty of it. It, it reminds me of the way I'm hoping general medicine goes, which is this sort of using technology and electronic media and videos and informational videos and telehealth. That's the, I mean, you guys have sort of, you're, you've gone ahead of where my profession is. I, again, that's why I'm so attracted to this whole thing. It's just, it's a more efficient way, a more accessible way and somehow more motivational. I don't know what's going on there. I guess, cause you feel like it's always around, you know, it's, it's, you know what I mean? The, the, the videos, the calendars there, are you guys maybe have set it up that way specifically to, to remind us all the time, get in the gym. Definitely. No. And, and we're planning to add more to it. We want to add, like, we want to gamify all of our programs. We want to get, we're coming out with a really cool app soon where it's going to be like really intuitive and you're going to be able to like, ha you're going to be able to run up scores and there's going to be a bunch of cool things that you can do that are going to make you want to stay in that, in that app and stay, uh, just involved with it. And also I think the other thing is like community. Um, a lot of people take the community aspect of getting in shape for granted. I think um, when in reality, what you have around you is ultimately going to make or break you. Because if you are the only person in your family who's trying to get in shape and everybody else around you is eating like crap and they're kind of bringing you down with them and they're not really supporting you, it's going to be a lot harder for you to say no to the bad food that they're eating or go to the gym when everybody else is trying to do something else versus if you have even just one workout partner, that would make a, a, a world of a difference. But with our, with our programs, we have really awesome Facebook groups. We have two of, I believe the most powerful fitness Facebook groups on Facebook. Um, that every time you go in there, you just see new testimonials, new transformations. Um, and then you see someone post a, a before and after picture or not even a before and after picture, maybe somebody who just signed up today and it's just a before picture and maybe they're not in good shape. And they're saying that I've never taken a picture and posted a picture like this. And then you just see thousands of comments of people just supporting them and motivating them. And that can be the difference between somebody sticking to it through the first, just the first week. Mm -hmm. And then they're on and hopefully forever, um, or just not getting started. And so we like to provide all the different areas of support that people need in order to stick to a plan. So it starts with, okay, what do, what are your specific goals? How can we make this sustainable to you? How can we make this something that you enjoy? And then how can we give you the support at every touch point possible so that you stick to it long-term? So let me talk about my own particular uh, workout journey here, which is uh, I saw the videos and, you know, of course I'm familiar with all these different movements. Uh, these are all, mm -hmm. you know, I've been around gyms my whole life. Um, but I was always, um, interested in, in pushing heavy weight. And so cables, uh, did not interest me very much. And some of the order more complete movements didn't interest me very much, but obviously, compounds, big movements. Uh, 
yeah, a reality came in here where I had to really pay attention and, and find things that didn't cause extreme pain, frankly. Uh, and it meant taking the weights down and putting the reps up. And you guys sort of recommended that and I was doing it. And then I talked to one of your trainers and he said, you know, time under tension is really important. And th that got into my head. I thought, oh yeah, that's, that is a, and it, that's sort of, again, more appropriate to the, 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 stage of life my joints are in uh and i immediately started having more benefit uh and and i by the way had left out the hit cardio and i got the hit cardio back in i, I kind of wove it in throughout the workout rather than doing it at the end and this all made huge differences in and how the workouts affected me so and it was and i was using the basic movements that were in the um ripped in 90 days one uh and i added some of the ab stuff in well, yeah that ab stuff was all in there it was all in in that uh ripped in 90 days i think i may have had something from from the ab program per se mm -hmm. and uh just have gotten a ton out of it and been very excited about it and with and it's accelerated the weight loss a little bit and i've certainly not been fine with the strength that's not really gone anywhere to talk talk about that it, it's it, it really has been quite successful for me yeah, well, I think with you, I mean, the most important thing for you right now is to be able to just work out the, the everything that you yeah. have going on with your yeah. your shoulder and your bicep and just everything. It makes it so that most people would be dealing with that and they would just kind of give up and they'd be like, OK, well, I'm done now. Well, that's, that's with our me. program, <laughs> no, it's not you. It's, I think I think that's what got you into this position. But and, um, you know, what's what's interesting is what's interesting is I, I Dr. Swami just when I was talking to him talked about my I, I was the one emphasizing to him when I saw him the first time. I said I don't pain does not bother me. I'm not I ignore it. I just it's a nothing for me. And he just said, oh, your pain threshold is kind of crazy because that that was he came to that conclusion after he'd seen my X-rays and ultrasound. <laughs> that's when he said, oh, yeah. you really don't feel any pain. But I, yeah. I do feel it. I just can I can just put it away. But go ahead, please, please finish your thought. Well, and I, and I think that touching on that real quick, I think that's I mean, like I said, that's probably what got you here because you would just kind of push through that yeah. pain. But that's kind of what that's kind of what fitness and lifting used to be. And it's especially what it is for young guys. Mm -hmm. It's the whole no pain, mm -hmm. no gain, the whole no days mm -hmm. off. And so guys, they go and if they have a little ache going on, they just kind of push through it and they just don't, they, they say that no excuses or whatever. And when in reality, yep. they're going to face the consequences of that later on in life as you are experiencing now. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, it really comes down to a total body plan. It comes down to like one of my favorite things and one of the things that helped me get in. I mean, I, I like to think that I'm in the best shape of my life right now is and it, like when I was first started working out, I was doing whatever, whatever young guy does is going to the gym, um, doing all the big exercises, going as heavy as I could, terrible form, not knowing what I was doing. And then once I actually learned what in I there. was doing, I got certified and and I actually like kind of took a step back and I was like, okay, I don't have to max out every single day. I can try out these other exercises that I just never did before the accessory style exercises. And then when I mm -hmm. included mobility and flexibility and started focusing on rest and recovery as well, because I used to work, I just used to work out two hours a day, seven days a week. And Yep. I never really gave my body, my nervous system, my skeletal system. I really never gave my body time to recover from what I was doing. And so once I started learning more about the total body and, and I guess wellness approach to 
getting in shape, that's when everything changed. And so, yeah, I mean, lifting heavy has its time in place. Progressive overload is a way to build muscle, 100%. But there's also a way to build muscle and to get in great shape and to feel healthier by going lighter. And that's what you said about time under tension, because there's been studies that have shown that that 40 to 60 seconds of total time under tension per set is a fantastic way to build muscle. So there's not just one way to build muscle. There's multiple ways. Yeah. It just ultimately comes down to what do you, and then the other thing is like, what do you enjoy doing? What are you able to do in your case? Lifting heavy yep. isn't really yep. in the cards now. So you just go to a different way. Or if there's like women, for example, women are generally more afraid to lift heavy because they don't want to get big and muscular, right? Well, you don't have to lift big and heavy to put on muscle tone. You can still lift light, but you mm -hmm. have to, yes, you do still have to push yourself. And so there's different ways. There's, there's a million ways to skin a cat. Um, and so it's just about figuring out what works best for you and what you enjoy doing. And, and I like that you guys are, I, this is, this is needs to be a way of life, your entire lifespan. I ran it. I was at a gym in uh, Chattanooga, T Tennessee. I ran to a gym, uh, there and met an 84 year old guy who was in there doing his thing. And he was talking wow. about how hard it is to maintain muscle mass and things, you know, at that age, you have this cliff, you fall off in your eighties. And, and I thought, yeah, but he's fighting it. He's fighting it back. And he looked, he had great mobility and he was doing great and cognitively That's he awesome. was man was he in it yeah and so that i think that needs to be a goal for everybody we should all be sort of that should be our expectation but you have to do a little something every day i mean you take a shower every day or you probably brush your teeth every day you, you got to do something every day or most you know like you said you need rest too and susan was just giving me shit about that you she, never rest well i don't rest because well, i don't rest because i always worry my schedule is going to knock me out for a few days so i just mm -hmm. try to get every day into my schedule does do that to me and then i am out yes. for a few days so well, that's just my thing it's just my you know just just to add on to that the whole no days off thing that can be a good message if you are calling a rest day as not a day off because you ha let's say you mm. have a seven day plan and five of those yeah. those days you're supposed to work out and two of those are rest days if you stick to those two rest days that's technically no days off because that's part of the plan and so you can do something yeah. every day that's going to help drive you forward it just doesn't have to be a workout every single day yes yeah, i get it i get it I, that's another good thing for keeping my head susan you want another thing i i found for you with the diet because mm. everybody's concerned about you. Me. You, you have a lot of things. You have something called diverticulitis. That's true. And even when you were on the paleo diet, you would get flare-ups all the time. Mm. And I don't think you've had a flare-up since we started this program. We have not. I have not. And I, I, I had not had one since I started. I saw a surgeon and went on a certain kind of bulk and a stimulant and whatnot. And that made a huge difference. But I, but I have felt more secure. Like I'm always waiting for the next attack. I, in this diet, I feel as though I'm not going to have an attack. I don't, I can't explain why. Maybe it's just been the time since I've had my last one, but I feel like, Hey, we're, we're in a pretty good zone here. I mean, with that. So that's true. Like April. Cause I yeah. started it earlier. Yeah. I started, I started in March Yeah. and just because I heard about it and before you were started doing it mm -hmm. about a month before you, it's true. and I just started making all the food and, and, and I, I don't think you've had a, I'm not, outbreak. not even close, not even, not even anything symptom. I mean, I had no, no symptoms. Cause it's balanced but that's, and you have but bulk that's, and you have, you have, you know, protein but, and. But that I is the other know. thing I wanted to, wanted to say to, to Vince is that I appreciate that you guys are 
you know, organizing this for the lifespan. We are in our mid sixties and we are still, Shh, don't tell anybody. and we are still able to do all this stuff and look great and feel great. And that's extraordinary. And that, and that needs to be everybody's goal. And you guys are not leaving that out in your, in your presentations and your, you know, how you, how you're organizing these things. Uh, no, and, and by the way, not. the videos are excellent. They, the, your trainers, the guys in the video, I, I know Susan's following mostly you, but I, I no, see a I bunch, see a bunch, I see a bunch of, of other they're guys, all cute. <laughs> but they all, but they all really do a nice job of, uh, they, I don't, I don't feel like I'm being, uh, sometimes from trainers, I feel like I'm being sort of lectured at, you know what I mean? Just like, <laughs> you know, yeah, I feel like they're really encouraging the way they approach it. Yeah. yeah that's good yeah. to hear. Awesome. You guys don't do that. Yeah, that that and and I'm wondering where where did your passion for all this come from? Where did that start? Uh came from a insecure little skinny kid. That's that's where it all really mm. came from. I I grew mm. up uh struggling with I guess body image. Um I actually had to mm. quit football in high school because I was just too skinny. Uh, I was just getting beat up mm. and my friends would all call me huge when I was not Cause I would, I would still go and work out. I started going to the gym at probably 14 years old. My actual, my neighbor across mm. the street had a garage gym. And so my dad took me in the summer, bought me this big bag of protein powder that I think I had two protein drinks and then the rest of it just went to waste. Um, but then that next year I got a membership to a gym down the street and I started going with my dad basically every single evening. And he would just mm. tell me, uh, what to do and show me the workouts and show me just some of the basics. Um, and then when I got my license, I started going to a different gym and I just, I just was in there and I was just learning as I went Into it. and I was, yeah. I wasted a lot yeah. of time. I wasted a lot of years, but I don't really believe in wasting time or years. I learned a lot. Um, and then mm. I, I should say, I learned what not to do a lot of what not to do. Uh, and then I finally, uh, got a little bit older and I decided, Hey, I'm, I've been doing this for a long time and I was in pretty good shape. Um, but I was like, I want to take this to the next level. And that's when I actually started like diving into books and I actually started reading up on it and actually started looking at studies, what actually works. And then I started changing my routine, changing how I went about things, changing what I was eating. Um, and that's when my results really skyrocketed. Um, and I mean, at this point I'm just super motivated by, being able to inspire other people. And like you said, it's not just guys my age, like I thought it was going to be when we first started this company. Mm -hmm. Our, I mean, we're, we're mm -hmm. primarily talking to men and women who are 50 plus. Um, and, and I think that's beautiful because I think a lot of those people have, are, are close to giving up on their fitness journey. Like my dad told me that he was probably about one more failed diet away from just accepting that he was never going to be in shape. Mm -hmm. And now he wow. actually followed, we kind of talked about it, I think before we actually went on, we have our move program, which is our 30 day at home program. He started following that. And then he followed it. I, I want to say like nine times in a row. He just started it over every month for nine months in a row. Yeah. And yeah. now he weighs less than he weighed in high school. And he's off his blood pressure medicine, wow. and so he, him and wow. my mom are both in best shape of their lives now. And so that's that that's the beauty of it is we're helping all different types of people from all Amazing. different types of backgrounds. Fantastic, and and yeah, and I mean I feel like we're still just getting started, which is the beauty of it. You look good in both pictures. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, listen, I'm real young uh, in that, did in that we, last one. I'm real young. Did, did, 
<laughs> uh, we have a son who looks like that too. We have a we have a meta. What do you call it? A meta. The metamorph, endomorph on both. Mes- okay. We have both sides of the family. You know, Rolling, like okay. I'm both, right in between. Yeah, but you know, um, when we first hooked up with you guys and we had a Zoom meeting and stuff, I they were like, "Yeah, we want you to take pictures of yourself working out and and you know making food for Drew and doing the program." And I, I looked at. I looked at Vince, I go, I'm not as cute as you, okay? <laughs> I don't know if this is going to sell. <laughs> so I, I was really nervous about taking a picture. I did a before picture, and I got to say, I look better now, and it's it did work. So, yeah. And I feel a lot and, more comfortable in front of the camera. And, and, and that's Drew actually does something too. that I, we, I'm pretty sure of it. We experience that a lot, actually. We get clients who were like, hey, take before pictures. And, and because they... For the past, who knows how long, 5, 10, 20 years of their life, they have not been taking pictures because they've just been kind of shying away when a camera gets brought out or they try to find their way to the back and they're not super proud of the way they look and they don't want to take those pictures. And then after they have lost mm-hmm. the weight, they're like, man, I wish I would have taken some pictures. And so now you have to cool show to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. funny. I actually had the same thought because I, I, I would love to see the difference because it, it is significant. Well, listen, did I, did I leave anything out? Is there anything else you'd like to cover? No, uh, I mean, I think this was awesome. We'll have to, uh, after your mm-hmm. shoulder, uh, actually, uh, the PRP was a, quite interesting to listen to. I actually got PRP in my knee, and my knees are significantly mm-hmm. better now. And so I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. wishing you all the luck with your, with your, um, well, it's not a surgery. Is it a thank surgery? You. I, I, it's a procedure. It's a procedure. procedure. So, but I am uh, going to continue working out. The He's way he's going to need a I, lower body workout with V shred. Yes, until I he am. Gets better. Well, yes, that's going to be really important to me because I'm going to be freaking out a little bit. I've, I've, I've not had a period of life where I've not worked out for. I well, did have a couple of years. You'll have was, physical therapy, and then you yeah. can. But I think a lot of these exercises you can work into your routine yes. and not get injured. No, we'll, we'll have to get in touch with a physical therapist. We'll figure out what you're cleared to do, and then we can create a custom. That's the beauty of this is that we can create custom plans around amazing. whatever your limitations are. Oh, you you've just taken away a big chunk of anxiety about that. <laughs> Susan saw yeah, my look yeah. on my face when he was talking about six to eight months of recovery, and she goes, "What's wrong with you?" I you go, "Look like a Jesus. no, no, no." Well, like, like what but, he but, said, I think it's that first four to six weeks you you probably have to take yes, off completely. Correct. And then after that, that's right. Slowly. That's correct. Your arms, your upper body. That's he correct. can't he can't lift a he can lift a plate, and that's it for six weeks. That's right. And we won't travel. And I'll That's have right. to carry all his luggage and stuff. So, but listen, I think we're going to see you in person in a couple of weeks. So I'm looking forward yeah. to that. And uh, yeah, I'm yeah. So we'll we'll see excited. each other and we can talk about all this stuff. All right. And uh, I'm. Uh, I think that about wraps us up. Susan, anything else before uh, we get going here? No, that's it. Okay. Are we back again, Caleb, on Tuesday? Is that correct? I'm going to always uh, have to recheck. It's such the a pleasure to to meet you, and I'm looking forward to seeing you. In yes, it's going to be great. Well. I'm looking forward to a lot, Vince. Likewise. Thank you so much for all your Thank help. You uh, I'll, I'll let you go now. Again, vshred.com, drdrew.com slash vshred. Check it out. Um, we've been impressed and pleased, and we're happy working with these guys. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you. There we are. And there's the upcoming, ah, Candace Owens on on Tuesday. And then Dr. Corey's making a, a visit with us again on Wednesday with Dr. Victory and Dr. Lois Lee with Johnny. Uh, there's somebody else, a, a DA candidate or something, Susan, is that correct? That we wanted to sort of talk about what's going on with DAs in the country. Is that correct? I, I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Do we have a DA candidate, a district attorney candidate? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, McKinney. Uh, yes, John. Think, yeah, is he coming? Just on added to the calendar Lois. on that day. Yes, on yeah. Thursday the twenty first. To talk about what. That's what with is, Lois Lee. What is going on with the district attorneys in this country? And, what and what's going on with LA? Yep. We're, we're, we're trying to fight what's going on in LA. Right. That's so a good question for awesome. year round. Like, what the hell is going on mm. in LA right now? <laughs> As a person who lived in LA for 10 years, still a good question. It's a mess. Well, we, we want to know what's going on in Alabama. They banned uh, Drew's book in a, oh, yes. in a uh, library. Yes. That is a, in your hometown. Oh, yeah. That's, that's your so, hometown? No, that's that's like that's in our county. So where I live, it just so happens. I guess Susan didn't know that when you sent <laughs> oh that to me. Gosh. Yeah, they, they are trying oh. to ban your book there down at the Fairhope Library. It's it's about an hour away from us, but in the same county. Awkward. Yeah. And so uh, it's a book I wrote with my daughter called It Doesn't Have to Be uh doesn't have to be awkward and it, it is a we mentioned it's you know, a book about consent it is a book about consent we talk about trans issues a little bit there and they must not like that there it doesn't have to be awkward and uh I, you know uh listen this is the this is the this is the silencing and cancellation um sort of mob i've been used to my whole career the, the, in other words this is this is familiar territory for me people have taken off after me for wanting to advocate for emergency contraceptive and things like that and treatment god forbid for stds and so that 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 group has been on my tail the whole time the shock in the recent years has been that it's come from the other side of the aisle in a more aggressive way to silence all speech that they don't like which has been just sort of wild so here we are uh, you got thrown in with a bunch of other things about trans and i guess yeah. they were probably just trying to make a point in that library but Look, my, I, I feel my whole take on I'm this privileged. was it was a book for teenagers but your parents had to pay for it. So, I mean, it didn't set the world on file because not many teenagers can buy a book online. So it had to get to the library before the kids could look at it or, mm -hmm. you know, okay. check it out. And maybe, you know, some people just have, they just don't want their community to be dealing with that, you know? And I, we, I, we're not against that. Like if you want to take care of your own, your kids in your own way, that's fine. No, but I, listen, I just I'm, find I'm, it hysterical I'm that fine. we're thrown it. We were number five in the, uh, most hated book at that library. Yeah, so. something like number five. Guys, I, it's, listen, it's cool. Fine. It's it's the dumbest thing for them to do. Would you rather your kids get this information from searching on the internet, or would you rather them get it from Doctor Drew? I go with Doctor Drew. Yeah. And, and in the article, they didn't call him Doctor Drew. They called him Drew and Paulina. <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah, interesting. Oh, good. I I have zero zero issues. It was with Paulina's it. book, okay, and it was you know Drew was just giving his medical opinion, and mm -hmm. there were a lot of people involved in the writing of it, and it was before the pandemic, so mm -hmm. it was complete. You know, things have changed a lot in the last five mm -hmm. years, and so I don't know. Sure. It's 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 a good book. It's a good book to have your kids learn from, but. Some people just don't like it. it. I, I think they, we, we, Paulina went into a little detail about being a trans ally and how to support people that may be in that, in that uh, phase. Which and, is uh, not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad thing. And so I, I can see though, if you don't want to, you know, go, go there, fine, don't go there. Okay. Well, anyway, we uh, are going to wrap up and uh, do a little extendo break. We'll be back on Tuesday, three o'clock with Candace Owens. Don't miss it. We'll see you then. Ask Dr. Drew is produced by Caleb Nation and Susan Pinsky. As a reminder, the discussions here are not a substitute for medical care, diagnosis, or treatment. This show is intended for educational and informational purposes only. 
I am a licensed physician, but I am not a replacement for your personal doctor and I am not practicing medicine here. Always remember that our understanding of medicine and science is constantly evolving. Though my opinion is based on the information that is available to me today, some of the contents of this show could be outdated in the future. Be sure to check with trusted resources in case any of the information has been updated since this was published. If you or someone you know is in immediate danger, don't call me, call 911. If you're feeling hopeless or suicidal, call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 800-273-8255. You can find more of my recommended organizations and helpful resources at drdrew.com help. 